That's another thing that I would definitely encourage investors to do is really analyze the performance, the past performance of the sponsor, as well as the current performance of their investments, because it's going to be a very good indicator to you if you're working with the right sponsors or not. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fourth season of Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. Real estate investing is not rocket science, but it's not a fairy tale either. It's an incredible investment vehicle that builds and grows wealth. I have done it, and this is why so many of the wealthiest people in America and in the world, actually, invest in real estate as well. Listen in every week to learn about all the different real estate asset classes, which strategies experienced and successful investors use to live their best lives, and the processes to do it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just listen in every week to grow your knowledge along with me and to move your finances to a place where you can live an extraordinary life. This show is sponsored by my company, Blue Lake Capital, where we help passive investors grow their wealth through large multifamily investments and funds. To learn more about my company and invest in with me, visit www.bluelake-capital.com. Welcome to Ready to Scale Season 4. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ready to Scale. I'm Ellie Perlman, your host broadcasting from sunny California. Today is a very special episode because we're going to start doing something new. We're going to add guests here to the show that are part of the Blue Lake team in this way A, you get to know us a little bit better and know who is behind Blue Lake and who's the team. Obviously, it's not just me. There are several teams behind me, great people that help talking with investors and finding the right deals and managing the assets. And we all do it together. It's a sports team. And you're going to get an insight into kind of behind the scenes of what it's like, you know, what's going on behind the scenes you are probably passive investors or you're considering to be an investor, that's going to give you that insight into what's happening behind the scenes and how things operate for us syndicators. So today, my first guest on this very special episode kind of line is Jeanette Robinson. If you are an active investor with us, you've interacted with her probably multiple times. She is our director of investor relations And her career is actually very interesting and diversified. So before she came to Blue Lake, she started as an executive headhunting. She was focused on finance and accounting and then IT. So she worked with a lot of tech executives and finance executives that probably similar to some of the investors that we have, you know, today at Blue Lake. She also ran a successful technology startup for three years with a retired Air Force general which was focused on serving the veterans and military spouse community. And Jeanette is very, you know, she cares about people and she has you know, interesting causes that she's allocating time to. So that's just one example. She also has an extensive background in community service. She served in a nonprofit executive leadership specializing in donor relations for children with disabilities And she participated on the advisory board of Operation Supply Drop for Veteran Services and Support. And with that, I would like to invite Jeanette to the show. Hey, Jeanette, how are you doing today? Hi, Ellie. Good to be here. Very interesting to be on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jeanette and I, you know, we've been working together for several years now, and she's very close to our investors. And today, this is what we want to talk about. Investors and, you know, we're, we're going to maintain the asset strategy and process structure. When it comes to assets, we're going to talk about investors. These are our most valuable assets at Blue Lake. And we're pretty, you know, we're, we're obsessed with investors. And that's the number one thing that is important to us as a company. So we're going to talk about that. When we move to strategy, we're going to talk about, you know, staying disciplined in today's market and diversifying. And lastly, on the process side, how to diversify. And Jeanette's going to share some good you know, tips and tricks to you investors on how to diversify it across different syndicators, different assets. So stay tuned because there's a lot to learn today. All right, so let's start with the assets. As I mentioned, our investors are our most valuable assets as part of the strongest, you know, values for us at Blue Lake. And if you're wondering who are investors, a lot of them are lawyers, small business owners, tech executives, and also other syndicators. And before we started recording, Jeanette said something interesting about the misconception of who are the people who invest in real estate. Yeah, for sure. You know, there's a lot of stereotypes out there. And it's interesting because sometimes people actually exclude themselves from opportunities that they're completely qualified to participate in because they have this image or idea that a real estate investor has got to be like a C-level executive and that's not them. But it's definitely not true. We have, you know, some investors are incredibly inspiring to me. You know, I'm thinking of one particular investor of ours who I know for a fact is a single mother and she's a full-time real estate investor and she's able to basically, you know, bring in this passive income stream remain devoted to her family and available to her family and really is defying the odds of what people would typically say is actually a barrier to wealth building. But because of real estate investing and because she's been able to strategically do it correctly, you know, she's able to really still build wealth for her family and still be an incredible mom at the exact same time. You know, so a lot of times people wouldn't imagine that a single mom is a full-time real estate investor, but indeed, that is absolutely one of the ways that women have been able to create kind of those dual successes, you know, and then we have other investors that are actually much younger. They're go-getters, they're millennials, you know, they've got bright and promising and aggressive careers, but they're smart enough and shrewd enough at even a younger age to really make real estate investing a priority, understanding that, you know, that this is a long game and that there's a lot to win the younger you start. So I think it's just very interesting, the combination and really the diversity of our own investors. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the things we hear from investors is, you know, their goal to retire early at some point, you know, they love their job, but they don't want to live and work until they're, you know, 65 or 70. They want to retire in their 40s or early 50s, and they don't want to wait until the average or the acceptable retirement age. We have an investor that is just traveling the world, you know, he's investing with his wife and they just, every time, you know, we have an investment, he, he invests in all of our deals. He needs to send money. You know, sometimes he's in the middle of nowhere on the mountain and he needs to find the nearest bank to go and to wire the funds. So he's able to travel and invest passively. And, you know, he enjoys spending time with his family. 
So that's another type of investor. We have several of those. And I know a lot of people, a lot of the listeners would love to be in that position. And it takes time and dedication. We're going to talk about later, you know, how you can get there. But Jeanette, what other kind of interesting investors do we have that, you know, might surprise the listeners in terms of, you know, the profile of the investors that are part of the Bullock family? Well, you know, you touched on it a little bit earlier. So, you know, some people might be surprised to know that other syndicators actually invest with us, but they do. And so, you know, it's it's exciting because it's exciting to see them growing their own business, even though some people may say, well, that's a competitor in some regards. But at the same time, we can also partner together because, you know, that's one of the beautiful things about syndication is that it's actually shared success. You know, it really is a community effort that wouldn't be possible. So, you know, if all of these investors didn't align in our goals together, you know, then we wouldn't really be capable of achieving the things that we do and participating in the enormous types of deals that we do, you know? And so I think that that's something that a lot of people would be surprised to know is, you know, other syndicators invest with us. And, you know, occasionally I know that you've also invested with other syndicators and, you know, that's something that people wouldn't necessarily anticipate, you know? And then of course also, you know, I can think about one of the investors that I actually got a text message from this morning, which was wonderful, the golden years, you know, how do you really want to spend your retirement? So, you know, I got a text message from one of our investors this morning and his daughter, who's currently in medical school, just got engaged in Paris. And, you know, and it's wonderful because they're both able to be retired and available to their family and they'll, you know, be able to enjoy and participate on the upcoming wedding planning. I'm sure much more than they would if they were juggling full-time jobs still, you know, so it's nice. It's nice to see it all the way across the board. Yeah, absolutely. So as you can see, you know, our investors base is pretty diversified. But normally, I would say between those kind of personas, we have a lot of lawyers and tech executives, they like, you know, to invest with us as well. And it's interesting to see that there's no one type of investor. There are multiple types of investors. We do work with accredited investors only. But again, single mom can be also an accredited investor and someone who is traveling the world and the U.S. with his kids is able to do it and they're not that old. So I think it's it's also inspiring, you know, for us to see how many different types of investors, you know, we actually interact with. It makes it interesting, right? Yeah, very much so. And fulfilling too. Like it's yeah. neat because we know that we're a part of helping them build those successes, those wins, that quality life. Yeah. It makes me feel really great, you know, about what we do. It's not just about money. It's about a lot more than that. Absolutely. So I want to transition and talk a little bit about the strategy. And one of the things that we always relate to investors and it's part of our values is just to stay, is basically to stay disciplined, not chase the next big deal and be very careful about the investment that we make. So as syndicators, it's no secret. We make money also when we buy an asset because there's an acquisitions fee. So it's very tempting as a syndicator to just buy whatever you can because you make money on the front end. You also make on the back end when you sell, but then staying disciplined is super important. So we are very, very picky in the deals that we we take. And I think it's something that as a passive investor, you should pay attention to and really make sure that the sponsor you're working with, the syndicator you're working with is not just buying right and left because, you know, the fees are definitely a motivator and it could be the wrong one. So I can share a story a few years ago, way before COVID was a thing, 
There was an asset in Florida that we almost bought and we were awarded the deal. And I got a phone call that there was a major issue with the property. I cannot, you know, discover a lot of information, but someone was, you know, had sticky hands and had his hand in a cookie jar and took some money. And basically the owner said, I I don't know if the financials that I showed you are the real financials because we don't have the actual numbers because money was moving around and missing and the financials were not audited correctly. So at that time, we were hungry for a deal. We haven't had a deal in a while. And it was not even tempting for me to close the deal because, I mean, I knew that if we were going to buy this deal, and the deal was ours, and these, you know, the seller basically said, give me your price, we'll renegotiate the price. And I knew that if we agreed on a price, we would make money. Bullock would have made money on closing the deal, but then... I did not know what the true financials were, so there was no way for me to actually evaluate how successful this deal is going to be, this asset is going to be. And it's not about, closing was easy, but performing month over month and then facing investors and explain, you know, we thought it's going to be 7 or 8% cash on cash, but we can only pay 4 because the financials were not real. Well, I knew it beforehand, so the temptation was not even there for me. And we gave up an opportunity to make money because we were disciplined. And this, it's hard. It's not easy. That was just one example of staying disciplined and not being tempted to overpay and close deals just for the sake of closing deals. The other part of the strategy is to diversify. And we're trying to diversify across multiple assets, multiple markets. And that's really important if you as an investor want to stay diversified, this is one way of doing it. Don't put all your money in one asset, but you can diversify and allocate it between different assets and also between different sponsors, which is okay. You don't have to invest just with one person, one company. You can diversify and invest with multiple sponsors, but you have to be careful when you do that. That would be a good segue to the process part of the conversation today. There's a way to diversify across different sponsors. What would you say, Jeanette, you know, what kind of tips do you have for investors who want to diversify and invest with multiple sponsors? What should they do? Well, you know, this is a question that I get asked a lot. So it's very common, you know, when I'm taking calls with investors for them to tell me, you know, very upfront, you know, I'm assessing a handful of investors, you know, like happens to be on my short list. So, you know, here's your 30 minutes, let's talk. And that's how a lot of the phone calls go. And I actually welcome those phone calls. I love those phone calls. And, you know, there's a few reasons why. So first of all, you know, I love to see investors doing their own due diligence. I really do. I strongly, strongly urge all investors to do their own due diligence. It's very important. You know, you can like someone, they can even seem popular. All of that is great. But at the end of the day, you know, this is your money. It's something that you've worked hard to earn. It's something that you have, you know, plans for in the future, you're trying to grow it. So it's something to be very, very cautious about just because you like somebody doesn't mean it's a good idea to necessarily invest with them, you know? And so doing your own due diligence is just something that I cannot urge, you know, enough. It's very important. And when we talk about due diligence, you know, there's a handful of things that I really encourage all investors to take into account. And, you know, first and foremost, and this is one of the things that I'm very proud of when it comes to Blue Lake, is the syndicator, is the sponsor, 
Are they using what they call OPM, which is other people's money? Or do they actually have a significant amount of their own skin in the deal? Do they have money in the deal? And I don't mean $20,000. I don't mean $5,000. I mean a significant amount of capital. You know, this is one thing that's very unique about Blue Lake as compared to, honestly, candidly, a lot of our competitors is, you know, Ellie invests in every single one of our deals. Family offices that we partner with invest in every single one of our deals. You know, this says a lot. And I can't emphasize enough how there's a very big difference between in a sponsor that has enough confidence in their deals that they are investing them them and aligning their interests with that of all of the rest of the investors. That's very important. So if you're working with a sponsor who's basically using everybody else's funds, not putting in a single dollar of their own, that's a major red flag. That's a concern. Now, I'm not saying that it's always wrong. That's how some syndicators get started. So I'm not totally knocking it, but I'm saying it is something to definitely be cautious of and definitely ask, is the sponsor investing in their own deals? Every single one of them. That says a lot. So that's one thing that I would say is extremely important. The second thing that I would talk about is definitely going to be track record. You know, again, you can like somebody, they can be really popular. They may even have 15,000 followers on Instagram or whatever, but how much do they pay their investors? Do they pay their investors their preferred returns? Do they pay not only in full, but also on time? Did they pay throughout COVID? How have their properties performed? You know, a track record is extremely important because ultimately, again, at the end of the day, these are basically your monies and you want to make sure that you're handing this off to a sponsor that you can trust to perform and to grow those funds for you. You know, so that's another thing that I really encourage investors to take a look at is, you know, pay attention to your returns. It's easy And I know for a fact, investors get distracted. They have money coming in the account. It came in. Everything seems great. It's all good. But wait a second. So, you know, one of the tools that we make available to our investors, our active investors, and I think for this show, it'd be all right to go ahead and and say that if anybody else would like access to the tool, I'll happily send it over to you. You can email me. It's Jeanette at bluelake-capital.com but it's what we call our wealth multiplier calculator. And basically it's a spreadsheet. And in that spreadsheet, what we encourage all investors to do, whether it's our investment or another syndicator's investment, is you know make sure that you're actually tracking the performance of those assets. See if you're actually getting the pref, you know, and that means your preferred returns for the entire year. Don't just like peek it out every once in a while, looks good to me, you know, but really... Make sure that you gather that data and make sure that you evaluate that data. I would actually encourage doing it at least once a quarter, but really for the overall performance, it's fair to give the operator a full year because typically these projections are based on a year. So, you know, that's another thing that I would definitely encourage investors to do is really analyze the performance, the past performance of the sponsor, as well as the current performance of their investments, because it's going to be a very good indicator to you if you're working with the right sponsors or not. You know, now a third thing that I'd actually encourage investors to do, and people are very surprised, you know, when we offer this, ask to speak with some of their other active investors. We actually allow, you know, some of our potential investors to speak directly with our active investors because we have a list of active investors that have been with us, you know, repeatedly again and again and feel very comfortable basically being, you know, a referral for us. Now, basically at the end of the day, 
you know, we, as the SEC prohibits, we are not allowed to offer kickbacks or bonuses or cash referrals or any sort of, you know, incentive whatsoever. So this is truly just the investors doing so out of the kindness of their heart and out of the confidence of their relationship with us. You know, I guarantee that a lot of sponsors are not comfortable letting you actually talk to some of their active investors. So that's definitely a third factor that I would say, you know, helps us to stand out amongst the competition, but also, you know, is really important information that you want to have as an investor when you're assessing what syndicator you're going to work with. So that would be definitely a handful, you know, three things that I would definitely urge investors to do when you're considering how to diversify with different sponsors that you're going to partner with. I hope you guys took notes because this is great information. It's definitely what I do when I invest passively. And this is just going to put you in a path to success and going to lower the the chances of, you know, kind of investing in the wrong investment. So the more educated you are, you know, the higher are your chances of actually succeeding and in investing with a sponsor that is actually going to be able to pay what they've projected, even though nothing is, is certain. It's still an investment. There's still risk. But these are the steps you can take in order to make sure that you are diversifying and you're doing it the right way. All right. Well, Jeanette, that was great. I really appreciate it. And we've arrived at the lightning round questions. Now, if you're going to bring you back again, we're not going to have the lightning round questions again. But this time, because you are new to the show, quick five questions that I ask. All my guests on the show. First one is, what's your favorite hobby? Ooh, that's a hard one. I'm definitely a nerd, so I love to read, and I don't have a lot of time, so I'll actually give a shout out for one of my favorite apps, which is the Headway app. Basically, gives you like the cliff note version of some of the most popular books condensed into like 15 minutes, and they're all audiobooks. But thanks to that app, I've been able to read, I think, somewhere around like 176 books this year or something like that or in this past year. So I really love that. Awesome. And what's the one thing that people don't know about you? I'm a pretty open book, but actually something that probably a lot of people don't expect from me is I'm a little bit more introverted than people actually think. I tend to be very extroverted, (laughs) but I also get very worn out from it if I get too much of that. So I'm, I'm actually a little bit more of an introvert than people think. All right. And Jeanette, what do you wish that you had known when you just joined the Blue Lake team and started kind of taking your first steps in the real estate world? You know, I'm going to echo the sentiments of many of the previous podcast guests that we've had, which is, oh, man, I wish I had started so much sooner, so much sooner. (laughs) Yeah, I hear it a lot. Yeah, I know. It's I always try to never look back, always look forward. But this one is something that I, yeah, I hear that a lot. Absolutely. So, you know, living extraordinary life is something that we strive for, and this is what we help investors achieve. What's your advice, Jeanette, for our listeners for living an extraordinary life? My advice is actually to get out of your comfort zone. And that's very challenging to do. You know, it's no secret that I love working with you, Ellie. I love your attitude, your boldness, your brassiness. I love how you're not afraid to dream huge. And it's been a great inspiration for me. But the reality is, is that dreaming and doing are two very different things. And so, you know, one of the things that I would definitely encourage people to do is to get out of your comfort zone. If you're going to dream big, you also have to follow that up with big actions, with big steps. So that's my advice. Well said. Very hard to do. Easier said than done. But yeah, absolutely. And the dreamers and the doers 
if you can combine both aspects in one person, this is where magic happens. There are many dreamers. There's some people who don't dare to dream. There are many dreamers, but moving to, you know, to the doers section and that that's kind of, that's harder to do. Awesome. Well, Jeanette, if somebody wants to reach out to you and talk with you about investing, where can they find you? Well, once again, for sure, would love to hear from anyone who does. You can reach me via email. It's Jeanette, J-E-A-N-N-E-T-T-E at bluelake-capital.com. So please just feel free to send me an email or I'm even crazy enough to give out my cell phone number. You can actually give me a call directly at 210-740-5431. All right. Awesome. And you can also go to bullick-capital.com and fill out our new investor form and that will be sent to Jeanette and she can reach out to you and schedule a call. Until then, guys, be bold, be great and keep moving forward keep striving for these extraordinary life. And Jeanette, thank you again so much for your time. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Me too. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.